Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Thursday's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. I am your host, Craig Fowler, drafted in at the last minute after Robert Borthwick had to vacate the space due to work commitments with Studio Something slash a very, I don't know if I can actually say, a very famous brand in Scotland. Let's just put it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky him. I am joined, of course, by Amy Canavan. <laughs> Hi, Craig. And if you could devise from that hmm, noise, you and Taylor. Hello. Right, guys. Like I said, drafted at the last minute, so this might be a bit slapdash, but we'll yeah. see. I have seen two games this week, and uh, I've read ex- extensively and watched the uh, extended highlights of another one, uh, and watched sports scene for the rest. So, <laughs> but I, w- I wasn't expected to do this, but, but here I am, and here you are, mm-hmm. and we shall begin with the. Well, I was going to say the most eyebrow-raising resi- result of the midweek. It probably still actually maybe you could say the Hibs was, but maybe the nature of the victory. In, in Dundee United's 4-0 win over Kamarnock or was it? Because Amy are Kamarnock just shit? I don't want to say that they're not the best side um, but in the first half against Dundee United they were absolutely dreadful it was a terrible 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 performance in fact I would just say the first 30 minutes in particular before the triple substitution from Derek McInnes which was a master stroke um, just, uh, just only lost one nil after yeah, that yeah exactly um, it, it genuinely I, I do say it in jest um, but it did really changed the game um, and uh, Derek McInnes was a, a very honest man um, again in his uh, in his post-match um, interview and admitted you know and apologised to his fans because he did get it wrong I'll give you a wee clue Derek if you're dropping your informed player Danny Armstrong I think that's mm. going to have a, a, a part to play um, but yeah they were just terrible um, in, in that opening half hour so what was the triple change 
Um, so Ryan Alibuso went off and I really, really, really like him. Um, I, I think he's been a, a very good signing um, and, you know, they won't have him for long because he's uh, just on loan. Jordan Jones and Blair Alston um, all came off and Danny Armstrong, Rory McKenzie and Jack Cameron up top came on. Um, Jack Cameron, Ennis Cameron. Ennis Cameron. Uh, who, who's Jack Cameron? No idea. <laughs> Don't know. Oh my God, I went to uni with him. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who he is. Sorry, come on. Might as well be. Fair enough with Jack Cameron. You're looking at me as if you're looking so at me. sure he's a Kelly fan as well. <laughs> you, you, you're giving me a look there as if to say, you're going to edit this out. No, absolutely no, not. No, no, you're, no, absolutely not. I'm watching. Anyway, there's uh, <laughs> a switching formation more, as well. It's more was me, me just going, who then is Jack Cameron? Have I just made someone up? No, I went to uni with him. Um, right. Anyway, it did change, change the game because beforehand, you know, um, in the goals that come on. Sorry, conceded, just to wind back, was there a change of system as well? Did he, did he d- depart the three at the back or was it still the three at the back? Uh, no, the, th- uh, the three of the back did shift. Um, uh, it did change um, and it, the two, two effect. Because oh, it was just horrendous. Mm. Um, you know, the goals that conceded on the edge of the mm. box, um, the, the 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 gaps, the vacancies, um, just in around the area eleven for I thought Glenn Middleton. I was really impressed by him. And I get, he's one of those really hot and cold players, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he like if he pl- if he really plays well, he, he will set set the set Heather alight. Um, and, and other games he can just go missing, but when he likes to turn it on, um, he, he can be quite the player. And I, I thought he was um, really really impressive. Um, a lovely link up play with, with Jamie McGrath for mm. Jamie McGrath's goal um, sort of like a 1-2 one, one little flick on deflection a parry out from Zach Hemming who again I don't exactly think covered himself in glory um, all evening um, particularly for the for the first half mm. um, but I do have concerns about Kilmarnock now I, I do um, because Dundee United, I think if you asked me 24 hours ago, um, they just thought they're, they're definitely going down because Dundee United of late have just been really rather ranked to watch um, again um, after that sort of uh, false hope probably given by the, the Aberdeen victory. Mm. But then again, then they pull something like this out the back. But Dundee United only win in darkness. Dundee United <laughs> only win at night. So They, they haven't won a game. What was it? I saw this. I saw this on Twitter. Or was it, in fact, it might have been on a Discord the, the last time they won a game at three o'clock on a Saturday was in April. <laughs> so uh, thankfully they're playing at six o'clock. They had the six o'clock game on, on Saturday night as well. So <laughs> just, just, uh, just to remind everybody, it's November tenth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's they're, they're not song. a fan of of the daylight. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're. Um, it was a huge. It was a proper basement battle, wasn't it? Hmm. Um, and it's one of those that could properly swing. Um, Either just side be, season, yeah. but then again, it might just fade Dundee United. I, just I, 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 I still, I, I got faith. I do have faith in Dundee United. I yeah, don't really. So that's the thing. I just have less, less faith in Kelly. I don't think I necessarily have faith. Ah, in United. Yeah, that's that's probably a good shout. But I do, I do, I don't. I worry a little bit because there is still the kind of, and I know it's hard, it's weird to say after a 4 0 defeat, but mm. sorry, after a 4 0 victory, but it was the same after the previous 4 0 victory. They just kind of went back into mm. being a bit crap. And I do wonder whether there's a, just a kind of general malaise around the club that, that tends to happen. Typically, to Dundee United, actually, like a few times, at least twice in my life. Like, if you think about the team in the 90s, it was far too good to get relegated and somehow relegated, did. Yeah. And then Jackie McNamara's team, which was 
Definitely not far too good to get relegated, but everybody before that season was picking it for, you know, mid-table, you know, possibly even top six kind of yeah. finishing. Yet. It was just, just fun as well. Yeah, yeah just fun an absolute tailspin. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I know, this team is but, but, not but far off. Yeah, because I, I, yeah. I do think there is there is a lot of talent in that side. Yeah. McGrath's a good player at this level. Levitt's a good player at this level. Fletcher has been pretty good signing so far. Mm-hmm. If you deploy Fletcher correctly, which is taking some time to do so, if mm-hmm. you just let him be the target man and not have to do an awful lot else, you know, then he's going to be a decent player for you. It's when they're trying to chuck him out and, you know, uh, chuck him out wide rather, um, not just chuck him out, uh, chuck him out wide and, you know, you're, you're not then, you're not only getting not getting the best out of him, you're not getting the best out of Tony Watt or, or Jamie McGrath either. Um, and, and Dylan Levitt took his goal really, really sweetly mm-hmm, last absolutely. night as well. Um, it's, it's a really, really sweet finish. Like the Glenn Middleton free kick will get all the, the chat um, and the attention, but the, the Levitt is um, the Levitt finish is, is lovely, and mm-hmm. that's the worry for Kelly because that all comes from trying to play out from the back, trying to build. Kerr McEnroy's totally dispossessed. Well, Kerr McEnroy playing at left wing back is yes. a strange it's decision a, to begin with. He's completely missing for the opening goal. With, exactly. with Jordan Jones as uh, the man tracking Kieran Freeman, you do not want to be in that position. You do not want to be in that position. <laughs> I think I saw somebody on the the Kelly film say that Jones doesn't have a defensive bone in his body, and that's probably quite accurate. Correct. Yeah. His best move yeah. was walking off. You know, yeah, uh, he looked nonplussed. And he, I would he, say. exactly, you know, yeah, like Blair Austin went off like there was a bit of a huff and there was mm. a wee bit of a, a jog, and I think like. I think he's a borrowed type. Like, if I'm talking about Dundee United at this level, saying they've got these players, and you can even mention guys like Ryan Edwards, a good defender at this mm-hmm. level. Um, Ross Graham had a good game. I'm not still not sure about his yeah. kind of full credentials, but Craig Sibbald has kind of proven himself at this level. There, there's a number of guys in that team. You look at the Kelly team, and there's a it's lot very of very disjointed. But very there's not, disjointed. It's, it's, there's it's not just that, because it was very disjointed, but it's also a bunch of guys, you're like, are they good enough for this yeah, level? No, no. And, and I wouldn't say McEnroy's necessarily one of those, because I do think he has the, and the ability. the right position. But there, aye, not, but there's guys, yet, though, but there's guys like yeah. Blair Alston. Is Blair Alston in 2022 a Scottish Premiership player? No, Blair Alston uh, will score worldies against Rangers, and that is it. <laughs> that is what he's done his whole career. Uh, but those are starting to dry up a bit. Uh, maybe if Rangers got relegated and he was you know, playing the championship, then I'm sure he'd, he'd score a couple. Oh, please, but, could that happen uh, again? <laughs> let's hope not. But uh, but yeah, the, he's just, I don't know, I think that the whole team is, I mean, Kelly were not a great championship team last season. Obviously, they won the league, but they, were, you know, they weren't great. Ashley Lear made a big difference to them, and he, you know, and he is a, a, you know, a premiership player. Did they bring in that many premiership players over the summer I mean you know I, I know Alan Power has his fans on his podcast I, I, I'm not one of them um, he's okay but you know if he's your sort of midfield linchpin then you're in trouble Liam Donnelly Liam Donnelly is Liam Donnelly's yeah, foul no. for the free kick as well like how, uh, Liam, I, yeah, how yeah. many people will have made money for Liam Donnelly playing a crucial role in a, yeah. in a Dundee United well, he's got, somebody's yeah. made money at Liam Donnelly as his agent and he's yeah. deserved every single penny <laughs> But he scored like five penalties at the start of a season once and he's made a whole career. He has, like, he's not like, any good. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Bizarre. Why does McKinnis keep picking him? Uh, bizarre. And yeah, it's like, obviously Daniel Armstrong's in a good form at the moment, but I mean, I, I'm afraid if I was a Gilly fan, I think that's probably his good bit of the season. Yes. I think we've had that. That's his hot streak. I'm Chris, not sure that's going to continue. Christian Dodge just finished as a top flight player. Yeah. Ennis Cameron is not a top flight player. Yeah. Jack Cameron might be. Jordan Jones. Yeah, I mean, it could be. He's just not had the chance yet. He's just not had the chance yet. Uh, and then Jordan Jones. Is, Jordan Jones wasn't great for Samirin last season and has been, you know, basically since he, he went to Rangers, he's not really been great anywhere. So if that's, and I know a lot of Kelly fans were saying, you know, I think, you know, once we get Jones into the team and you're Armstrong, then we'll look a bit better. And they did have a wee bump when mainly based on, on Armstrong's form recently. But I 1. think it's a real 1.8 away games. 
for Kilmarnock yeah. this season. Whoa. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not ideal. It's, yeah. it's it's very similar. It's similar to to St Mirren. Their their terrible travelling um, woes. But even at home, then St Mirren are very good at home. Mm-hmm. Um, very on, very very good at home. Come on, not Com- very good anywhere. No, no. like no. Kelly are okay at home, but okay at best. And if you're just relying on half your games being okay, and then that's a that's a real yeah. real worry. Um, you know, it's. It's tricky because then again, looking at the the substitutions, like I'd, I'm not a Rory McKenzie huge fan, but Kelly fans are. So if like I I, I don't see it, maybe it's because I don't invest my time watching Rory McKenzie. Works play. hard, plays for the badge. Perhaps that's it. So fellow lawyer, no, apparently, <laughs> really, oh, is he? Yeah, he's done a law degree. Huh. That's why he was on the bench to start with because he was too busy doing that. Yeah, English law. Is that like is that like arresting people for getting there, there, and there wrong? (laughs) No, you can only do English law in from the Open University. So, all right, we have a different we have a different legal system up here. Yes, we do. So, Scots law. Scots uh, law for journalists. Scots law for journalists. It's only it's only a book for the uni. I think I've held on to. There you go. Even though it'll be massively out of date by now. Yeah. But just to remind myself a bit defamation every now and again. Can I say that? <laughs> oh no, not at all. Oh, I'll delete it. that tweet. Yep. Uh-huh. He's going to phone you. In. Um, but yeah, no, he's. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. right. We now have a tennis lawyer. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, but I'm very expensive, so I wouldn't advise that. Um, but uh, can't even do as a solid. Get on Liam Donnelly's agent. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, so yeah, he's uh, he's done his English degree, or he is doing it. I think he's yeah, I think he's done it. But it was in, it was on the Kelly website uh, this week. Joins the, the fellow footballers like uh, Stuart Armstrong. He's got a law degree. Yeah, no, I know Jerry that. Britton that was a practicing lawyer. Referee he's Kevin Clancy class. does, doesn't he? Kevin Clancy is a partner at uh, a big law firm. He better not be. He's not like an, an attorney and like... A, he is in court. Yeah, he court. does really? court stuff, yeah. I would never believe him. I don't know he just looks either. scared all the time. He's not criminal law, but he does, I think he does like licensing. All oh, right, okay. Uh, so it's not... So he has to argue. Right, if it was criminal law and he was terrible. like, if he was trying to tell me that his client didn't do it, I would just look <laughs> one look at his face. So, uh, you're, you're hiding something here. You're you're terrified. You know well, something. Well, yeah. And the, and the exact same as the prosecution. I'm like, you, you know this is made up. Well, I would just never believe his face. I know it was a red card. So... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. Yes. Let's uh, move on from the, yeah, the, yeah. the little chat about lawyers <laughs> to... No, there's no link for that. No. Submitted to St. Johnston 2. And, ah, actually, somebody on the dock after this one was mm. Stephen Robinson. Because this, as well as St. Martin have done this season, this, the home fans weren't happy with his kind of negative tactics and the team's mm. negative tactics and trying to close out this game. He made some substitutions to take off some attacking players when they had St. Johnson pinned back. St. Johnson, who, by the way, had had a man sent off. Yeah. And were away for home. And were losing. And, and not Darcy playing very Johnson. well. And Arthur Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And he took off a couple of attacking players. The the players started taking the ball into the corner and they eventually got punished six minutes in injury time. Mm-hmm. Where Nicky Clark, who I think we've we kind of said that already on Monday, but it has to be restated once more. One of the signings of the season so far. 
Yes. Silly people who said that he wouldn't <laughs> be a good signing for St Johnston. I don't know who those silly I, people are. I don't, I don't know. I've um, always rated Nicky Clark. Were you one of them? Especially when he was No, but I'm 100% sure that Ewan was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I checked back the group chat. <laughs> I no, I never. No, no. You definitely I did probably say. would have said that. I'm yeah. sure you I, did. I, 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 I think I was saying that. We all made fun of it. I paid money for Nicky Clark. It looked ridiculous. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I was just it was going genius. Apparently. Um, no, I I watched this game. I um, worked this game. It's too like you'll respect me for a, a second. For I had the Celtic game at the weekend and had St Johnston yesterday for my match report on the whistle. Mm. Furious. Because um, not only does it <laughs> go from like St, exactly, it's like oh St Mirren when they come from behind, woo hoo hoo, to ten man St Johnston <laughs> club, oh. and it's just. Oh, through it. and it was through a great goal as well. So you want to watch it, and then you're like, "Oh, I've got a a, a thing to write here." As I um, often uh, tell people when they ask about my job and stuff, and then being impartial, and I'm like trying to say there is there is a certain amount of fandom that kind of leaves you because of Hearts. It's different, obviously, if we're playing Hibs or, or Celtic or Rangers or like it's a really big game. I hated Celtic on from the 89th minute at the weekend. Yes. Hated them, despised yeah. them. But if you're, uh, if, I'm, if I have a, a report, especially if it's a midweek game where there's literally a deadline and it's not just a case of oh this was a bit late yeah. for reasons like it's literally yeah. the, the, the the desk yeah. need it yes. in as <laughs> soon as possible. Is yeah, yeah. And Hearts are Hearts are one 0 down. <laughs> Stay down. Right. And then we've got a corner. I'm like don't score. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I need to file this. It's all written. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, you have my uh, empathy and sympathy. Went from like a tight two-one with Celtic to a two-two ridiculous Dundee United comeback, then three-two win, and then a four-two. What the feck yeah, has happened? Um, unfortunate. Yeah. At least with BBC, you don't have you won't have a word count, will you? No, but we have a, a weird thing that like the the top four paragraphs um, have to fit in like a, a certain size. All so, right. Um, there's like a, a, a box sort of thing. Um, I think it's like 16 lines or something like that. And it has, right. it has to sort of like fill so that. that would yeah. be so a it's pain. as good as. Um, so you can't just like, oh, quickly change that, revert it, and then we'll, we'll go and fix it. It has to like fill that sort of like for, box, basically. For print, it would have been even worse because then you have to describe exactly. their bad goal as well. Yeah, exactly. You have to exactly <laughs> break it down. I can at least then just chuck it, okay, uh, the, there's two quick goals from Kugo and, and, uh, and a badder. But last night, yes, uh, Nicky Clark's aerobic. Overhead kick. I, I would say, as ninety sixth minute overhead kick winners go, this was quite a bad one of those. But it's one of those overhead kicks where you just sort of you just sort of sit down. It's it's a better ball. I think it's a nicer. Even qualifies an overhead kick. Yeah, I, I want him to be. Is it not just more of a kind of it's flick. Nicky Clark. See if it was Kugo, I would say no, but it's Nicky Clark, so let it happen. Like, it reminded me of Bilal Mosny's overhead kick against Stenhouse Muir uh, back in the day. We just sort of, oh he scored God. as he was sitting down. And it was just one of those. I, I was expecting them to be like airborne. I wanted Nicky Clark to like, his foot to be like above the, the crossbar type of thing. It wasn't that. So I was slightly disappointed. O'Hara's goal though. That was a good goal. Yes. Mark O'Hara's goal is, was worthy of winning the match. And I understand Stephen mm. Robinson's frustration there because that is an absolute peach. It is a cracking goal. Mm. Um, but was he too negative? Stephen Robinson. Mm -hmm. um, I did say that you know their um their very evident plans of running down the clock faltered capitulated mm. um you know it was uh, dreadful if that is what you if you're trying to run down the clock for as long as they were you know um 
it, it really when the opportunity is there to just go kill it exactly it very much was that that was what they were playing for you know and you did have you had even Mark Ahara up in the corner trying to run down the clock and I know um, that, that Stephen Robson doesn't think that there should have been that much time added on anyway um, obviously the, the amount of time added on is the the, the time it took for the, the red card decision which is worthy well worthy yeah. of a mention because again that was just uh, this was my game in the office and rightly so people are going right me well then what's happening I'm like I don't have a clue because he was given he was, so Alex Mitchell has shown a yellow card by on-field referee mm-hmm. Ewan Anderson mm-hmm. and I I thought it was just a yellow I did you know nah. he, he goes nah I, I agree with you I saw Ewan's chat in the discord mm-hmm. I agree with you I thought it was a red I yeah. saw he goes sliding in. It's a slippy surface, and I and understand it's maybe a little bit high, but there's not. I don't think there's a lot of intent. I think it lifts his yeah, foot. I think it's like the, you know, like you sometimes. Oh yeah, he tried to pull out of that. He did the opposite. He tried to pull in. He, like, he, 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 you know, he was in. He'd already gone through the tackle, and then push he was in, like, baby. yeah, push in. I suppose pull, pull out, push in. You can't uh, pull he, in. No, you can't. No, yeah, I you could Some, pull no. something somebody else. It. Oh yeah, so but that doesn't really make sense in the, in the context of the tackle. Anyway, I like to say. So an anyway, he was he was through the tackle. It is a slightly surface, but what you don't need to do then is lift. Your, once you've already sort of won the ball and taken the man to lift your foot into him, which is what he did. So I thought it was a, a clear. I, I couldn't believe he didn't give it. I felt it was slightly harsh, and then it was a few minutes again that you know it wasn't then immediately going over to VAR like the yellow was shown put away like we were moving on with our lives and then um, Ewan Anderson trotted over and I think it was Mike Roncone um, the, the VAR referee mm. um, it's a new name to me and it certainly wasn't a name that I was familiar with. That's <laughs> um, not a name that I've ever heard. Well, Ron Cone. I actually that, thought it was quite weird. I can't remember which game it was, but there was. I know it's been like this all the time, but it was one of the midweek games. They said who the referee was in the in the studio. Mm. It was like one of our, you know, quote unquote, better ones. Mm. I just kept thinking. They just kept the thought just occurred to me. Why? Why does it have to be the better ones in the studio? Yeah. Like surely anybody who's qualified enough to referee at the SPFL at any level can watch clips over and over again and come to a decision. Whereas surely you just want... Why why are we taking six of our... Well, the exception of of Mike Roncorn? What was his name? (laughs) Mike Roncorn, I'm sure. Roncorn. Yeah, exactly. It's a new name on everyone. Yeah. Like with the exception of him, it's, mm. u- it's usually like guys we've all heard of, guys yeah, who right. referee the top yeah, flight. So wh- why are we taking them? Whatever, aye, yeah. Why are we taking them away from the pitch and putting them yeah. into the into the, into the studio, wherever, wherever the hell they are? Yeah, yeah. two TV. Mm. That is that's yeah. Well. The, the, I better the, not give the address um, mm. in case punters want to go and <laughs> smash up the VR screen. Um, <laughs> but I well, document this QCV, um, so I'm, I'm safe for mm. now. Um, but th- that wasn't also the, the only decision that the first half decision, oh my goodness, for the penalty, that was a extraordinarily lengthy yeah. VAR decision. For one that is... For blatantly obvious. Yes. Um, evident right away that it was a penalty. Evident yeah. right away. And I, and I totally, totally understand Stephen Robinson's frustration there because, as you say, that shouldn't take that long. It, it simply shouldn't. Mm. Um, it's not... And I, I don't want to go over old ground, but... Um, or, you know, suggest that I have a, have a bias. But if Alexandro Bernabez at the weekend is a penalty, you know, then... The, 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 the ball there then yeah. on, on Scott Tanzar you know that, that's a flying trailing arm you mm. know it's not just a, a an arm out it's it's well that's not within his body shape I don't think anyway yeah. um, and eventually of course then the right decision was made um, off of Dre Wright's 
sort of chipped effort in, in towards the box but it took a ridiculous amount of time for that penalty to be awarded and that's when it's a real killjoy mm-hmm. because that should just it's be a fucking killjoy anyway yeah. but that is, that's just a, a, a blatant penalty and if an on-field referee can't see that then that's considering it as well because the linesman has a great position it's, it's between you and I Fowler do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's, it's at that area as well so it's not on the other side of the box it's his side of, of the box it's right there it's a flying arm yes the correct decision was eventually made and I know that's what we should all be happy with but I think when it takes so long that You'd is You'd rather have the wrong decision quickly than the right decision after like, it takes five minutes Yeah No I would I, I, don't, you, you would. I don't care enough to Because like, yeah. especially like with so much stuff as well, It's the same argument over and over again Let's let's, mm. let's yes. forget about that But St Mirren's home form still uh, mm. very very strong mm. um, Good point for, for St Johnson away and again and it keeps them so tight you know that's mm. still level on points um, only separated on goal difference and uh, I think it will certainly keep the men- momentum up with St Johnson that they've, they've gathered and um, you know they're just they're, they're they're just playing really really well right now um, and while maybe against St Mirren that wasn't the, one of their better performances because um, I don't think it, it was I thought St Mirren were very very much in control before um, St Johnson did get that, that goal but they're able to, to grind stuff out I think they've found the right balance in defence as well and I think that's it's a bit surprising yeah, coming into the campaign but I think that balance means Liam Gordon doesn't play in the team I was just going to mm. say because Alex Mitchell is better and again without Liam Gordon neither Mitchell nor Gordon suit playing on the right of the three Yeah. Uh, whereas Ryan McGowan very much does and Andy Considine has made a living out of doing it on the left Yeah. and even when they went down to 10 you know losing um, Alex Mitchell obviously St. John, uh, St. Mirren sorry, then, then dominated the ball and but it's, it's a wonder goal that, that does put them mm. ahead um, St. Johnson were very resolute and if you actually just turned the game on I don't think you probably would have actually noticed um, that, that they, were a, they were a man down other than you would just maybe have thought yes yeah, St. Mirren are just you know mm. dominating as, mm-hmm. as the home side mm. which they, they are doing against many teams at St. Mirren Park mm. A team that dominated but didn't get any points mm. let alone three was Aberdeen who went to the Tony Macaroni Arena slipped into yeah. a two goal deficit inside the first 15 minutes and couldn't claw it back and mm. yet again our old friend VR had a wee part to play Handball mania Yeah It was great uh, The yeah. I think I think they're all penalties Yes Yes they are I mean Two, two, of them, two of them are just because they're shite Yes, two short kings trying to protect their wee faces. <laughs> faces. Cowardly. <laughs> Very cowardly. It's, I mean, yeah, Baron and, and Holt, I mean, that's that's poor. But there are two that nobody noticed. Yeah, at, at the especially that, especially the Baron one. Yeah. Everybody, uh, it, that's what the reports were for anybody inside yeah. the ground. Play goes on for like a minute. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry, play goes on and then Nicky Devlin holds down yeah. Duke. It's booked. Yeah. It's booked for a passage of play that really doesn't exist, weirdly. Yeah. And then, still that booking stands. Yes, yeah, and they're, they're ready to take the the free kick, and then suddenly there's a VAR check. Nobody knows what for. Nobody yeah. has a clue. Dick <laughs> yeah. Walsh runs over, eventually gets the word in his ear, stands there for an idiot like uh, for about a minute, like the referees have to do, mm-hmm. and then runs over and again with stuff like this. Like we said, do we have to do the checks for every single one? Or maybe this one he would, but like, so did the referee, did uh, Ewan Anderson, did he have to run over to check it? In the for both ends of the J went over to the monitor. Yeah, yeah. so like with that one, why? Why does he have to go to the monitor? Why is the referee goes that? By the way, that is a blatant penalty. Just give the penalty. Yeah, you don't need to see it. Just just take the so, take the word for it. Yeah, but he then has to run over, and then eventually the penalty is decided. And, and it's only like after the game that anybody inside the stadium, the paying punters, only find out what unless they go on Twitter. Yeah, it's yeah. only after the game, watch highlights, find out exactly like, what that penalty well, was that given was for. for. Yeah, 
it's it's uh, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. But uh, I thought it was an interesting game, though. Actually, you know, the VAR aside, um, like tactically, uh, I, I think Aberdeen have a bit of a problem with this back three that they've been playing because I think there's quite an obvious way to counteract it and it's by playing a front three against it. Yeah. Uh, because McCrory and, and Scales can't defend one-on-one very well. And well, they certainly couldn't against Rangers. Exactly. And th- that's what it reminded me of because, you know, uh, Livingston had um, Nibley on the left, Anderson through the middle and Bambula uh, on the right. And, I mean, with, with Nibley and Bambula, Mr. Bartondale, you're really spoiling us because they are great fun. Both they are, they're the tremendous. same. Tremendous. I mean, yeah, you, you did... Yeah, flirt with cancellation on Monday show by confusing yes. him <laughs> with another uh, man of African descent. Yes, you did. Yes, but uh, now, now we're established that who he is. Uh, he's great. He did a Rabona, which for no real reason. Did no, he, no. He if he'd actually done a normal cross, he probably would have a better chance uh, of creating a goal. But You've he got he would, it, flaunt it. Yeah, but he was he was causing scales, all kinds of problems. Nubly was giving McCrory a torrid time, uh, and and it's just it's just that setup where they really. I mean, Aberdeen. Obviously, a lot of teams in in uh, the Premiership have played like a back three but a lot of the time really it's a back five Aberdeen really do play a back three because Richardson is high McKenzie in this game uh, on the left is high and they really they are exposed uh, that back three if if you tie up Stewart with a you know with a striker that he has to look after um, then you know the, 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 I don't think McCrory and skills really and was, it, was it Bruce Anderson again Bruce Anderson and he yeah. is somebody you have to look after exactly yeah so uh, and you're on if the, if the, the striker you know, the central striker sort of maybe goes deep quite a lot, then Stuart has to follow him, and it just it just causes a bit of chaos. And that the rest of the team are, you know, the rest of the Aberdeen team just aren't particularly well equipped to to deal with that defensively. Um, so so that was you know how the how the uh, the half the first half started, and uh, Livingston were sort of all over um, uh, Aberdeen for that that section of the game. Obviously, go two and up, and then I suppose game state then comes into a wee bit where Livingston have a two goal lead, mm-hmm. so they're you know they're not going to be going great guns. But Aberdeen did come into a bit more. I, I wouldn't have said really played particularly well first half very, for any of the first half, um, but obviously get the get the penalty uh, at the the end, which uh, Miofsky misses and then misses the follow up. Then there's a tactical switch half time. I presu- I don't I didn't see that McCrory was injured. I think he was just subbed. Um, for for Matty Kennedy and Aberdeen went to more of what was I would say more of like a four three three, but a wee bit lopsided in that Duke was sort of more of a sort of striker playing mm-hmm. off the left, and and Kennedy was more sort of a, a natural winger, and that meant that uh, our pal Bambula had to like run back uh, and try you know because that's you know then then he's having to track the fullback, uh, and the you know and the Devlin's having to deal with a uh, with a bit more with Duke, and yeah, Bambula cannot. Defend at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I also heard their old friend running <laughs> after my, uh, Jack McKenzie, and Jack, I don't think Jack McKenzie's practically going to be really, really I was, dangerous. I thought it was weird that. that he started and Coulson didn't. Like I know yeah. Coulson maybe went off the ball the last couple of games, but I still say that Coulson, for what I've seen of both players so yeah, far better. in Scottish football, is a yeah, better player. I would say so. Yeah, that's slightly slightly weird, and I also wonder when Johnny Hayes is fit if that's going to be his position. You would think so. In which case, Coulson, Run. I don't know. Yeah, Coulson just won't be maybe a, a factor. Uh, I don't know, but um, but yeah. So that 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 tactical switch. I mean, Bamble I think went off that sort of sixty odd minutes because that just wasn't working. Um, but uh, and later in the yeah. game, our old friend Ishmael Goncalves made an appearance and <laughs> yes. just apparently looked completely disinterested. Oh, he, was, he was terrible. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> so is, yeah. He, is he off and gun? Yes, yes. So and, you know, and that you know was then a game of two halves and Aberdeen then proceeded to to batter them. Um, so and then you know, and obviously uh, get another penalty. 
um, for another handball, which is the only one that I think yeah, Mioski actually did notice this in real time. But was it's a bit not it, his, his hand is out from his body, but he's actually he's actually fill, trying to fill Mioski in a more conventional way mm-hmm. and give away a penalty. And by the ball just lands on it, <laughs> and the ball lands in his uh, lands in his arm, um, and uh, you know gives away a penalty. I mean, these handball penalties just in general, it's annoying because. And, you know, if you think of VAR decisions, then you always think of offside, or I think of offside and handball. Mm-hmm. And it's because it, handball's not not exactly, but almost a case of it's handball or it's not in the rules. Mm-hmm. And therefore, that's when the referee, you know, and the, and the um, you know the VAR officials will give them, will tell referees to overturn their their opinion. Whereas, like, I'm still seeing it, most corners, uh, people are still getting their shirts pulled. Yeah, that's but no one, but the VAR isn't. It isn't pulling that up, and now that is actually intentional cheating. Whereas yeah. handball, I mean, we unless, unless you're penalties yeah. a game, yeah, but why not? But, but, but you're why not give them because then that's what, just so you can have 30 <laughs> yeah, penalties yeah. a game, yeah. Just I want Shanklet to score 20 goals, so <laughs> but yeah, and a game, so, yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've got a bet on Shanklet to be top goal scorer this season, yeah. so yeah, please, 30 yeah. penalties yeah. in a game. So, but <laughs> Shanklet scores 27, but that, that to me is a bigger problem because basically, unless you're actually you know trying to save the ball, you know, like you're um, a uh, Ayunga, for example, the, um, earlier this season, the, when he actually makes a really good save, that that's intentional handball. Yes. That's probably the only in- actual intentional <laughs> handball. Really oh, that was a great save. Um, it was. It kind of feels like because of VL being introduced, <laughs> that wouldn't have been given yeah. initially. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'd have to wait yeah. for yeah. five uh-huh. minutes yeah. for that decision yeah. to be made. Mm. So yeah, so that, I find that a bit annoying that they aren't more willing to sort of overrule. It's almost like you assume that a referee has seen everything apart from you just assume he hasn't seen handballs. Um, so, so yeah, I, I find that a bit, a bit, a bit annoying because it's it's not really intentional cheating, um, and uh, yeah, there's. there's so you're okay with unintentional cheating? Unintentional. If it just hit, if you have your arm, because even even the Simbin one, which is a penalty, right? His hand is in a natural position, but it's only there for like a split second. It's in a natural position, going to a natural position, but then when the ball hits it, it's, you know, well, his Alex over Mitchell's his, his legs finger. only in yeah. a dangerous <laughs> yeah, position. Well, but yeah, so, it's, half a so, it, so it is a penalty, but it's like it's also unlucky because if Jay Wright doesn't hit the ball exactly, you know, it doesn't basically you know try and hit this uh, sort of dangling penalty worm that uh, <laughs> the um, the Samir player has hands are then you know so you and you do get players trying to like yeah, aim right the dangling penalty <laughs> I stole I stole that from Ken Early uh, second captains but um, but yeah so you know and there is an element of trying you know players maybe I don't know if Scotland will do this but at certain levels they will try to hit the their opponents you know arms and if they're out from their body for a, for you know just that split second maybe could it be a come pretty in, good player to be able to man, think I'm going to hit that part of their body. I'd say Manny did it in the Champions League. He fucking final. did. Yeah, cheating bastard. <laughs> that was apparently. Um, so Manny's so, yeah. not the Tony Macaroni though. <laughs> no, he's not. But you know the but yeah, just uh, the handballs are annoying me. But as uh, overall good game, Aberdeen probably. I think they ended up with like over four xg, um, but they did have two penalties within that. But mm. uh, they, they they had their chances, and and yeah, they, they should have got at least a draw really out of it. So I, I wouldn't. It's not a, a, a performance I would be massively worried about if I was an Aberdeen fan, other than. Uh, I, I do think this back three might be on the way out. A team that should be massively worried about their performance and a back three might be on its way out as well. <laughs> Indeed. Hibernian, beaten 2-0 at home by Ross County. I was at this game. Holy Christ, this first half, this, well, this entire game really, but the first half especially. Awful, awful, awful game of football. Mm. The second half wasn't really much better in terms of the football played. However... 
I had a good time giggling my arse off at how <laughs> raging the Hibs fans in attendance were. At how just utterly insipid their There's side was. There's been a lot of rage on multiple platforms after that. I don't mm. think I've seen um, Hibs yeah. rage quite so intense. I saw, I saw a lot of Hibs fans describe, describe it as one of the worst performances ever they've seen at Easter Road and... It's hard to necessarily. I mean, there, there's, <laughs> there's a lot stiff opposition. There's, there's yeah, a stiff opposition, but in, in recent seasons, certainly, like you think about the context as well. Mm. Hibs not in particularly great form in terms of results, but performances haven't been bad. They should have beaten Dundee United. They should have beaten St Johnson. Both, both both of them games they should have won really easily, not just in terms of winning the game. They then. I mean, I mean, I know St Mirren are bad away from home, but they absolutely stroll all over St Mirren. Mm. And even the Aberdeen game, yes, they lose, and it's part of the old kind of brittle Hibs mentality Playing thing. Playing well first half. Playing really well first half. It falls apart as it tends mm. to do at Hibs. Mm-hmm. This was just shocking. Mm. And it's against a Ross County team that just last month, they went up to the Highlands and played them off the park. Yeah. Now, I'll get to counting in a second what they've done to, to change the team and to change their fortunes and... Maybe looking like they themselves might not be the, the team to go down, um, but it's actually I was going to I was going to kind of extend that point, but I'll, I'll just go back to Hibs for for the meantime. They came out in this game and just looked like it was a game against Ross County in the bottom six midweek in May, mm. with nothing riding on it. There was absolutely no intensity whatsoever about that Hibs side. With maybe a little bit of an opening 10, but once kind of Ross County adjusted their shape slightly, there was just nothing. They were so pathetic, really. There was just like, there was yeah. nothing going forward in an attacking sense. And they held... The county had created nothing until the very end of the half. Jordan White had a, a good chance that was cleared. Pretty much a goal-denying uh, block from Paul Hanlon. And then they got a, a couple of corners and then they scored for, for one of them with um, George Harmon scoring uh, twice in, in yeah, two games. Odd. Second half, they did raise the tempo a bit after a change of formation as well, which saw them go to a, a 4-4-2 with Ryan Purchase at fullback. Um, and he kind of, he was kind of mostly, I would say mostly responsible for kind of raising the tempo by charging forward. But as I, I saw some Hibs fans saying, and I, I agreed with, he kind of lost his composure a bit towards the end of that game, and you can see that with the, the second goal where he just goes charging towards <laughs> it for no reason, and it just allows just himself to be ah, it just allows yeah. himself to be beaten far too easily. Mm. And then yeah, Yakovic scores with ten to go. There's still plenty of time to get yourself back in the game, but the place just evacuated at that point, and the, the only fans that stayed just stayed till the end <laughs> to boo the players off the park, and then oh the the piece de resistance. Afterwards, the players done the usual, go around, clap the fans, and the fans booed them back. And oh, yeah, that's what you want. Oh, Lee Johnson with his wee hand up, saying as if it's his fault. I orgasm slightly. <laughs> it's fucking great. I thought it was <laughs> odd um, how much Johnson after the game basically, you know, he, he was obviously saying, "Oh, it wasn't good enough," and it's, you know, I wasn't good enough, and, and you know, all the sort of usual things that um, the manager will try to say to get the fans back on side, but. He also said like he basically focused on purely on crossing. He was like, "Oh, we didn't we didn't cross the ball well enough today." And I don't know they do it in training; they're really good at it. And and I I thought that was, I mean, is is crossing 
being that important, you know, to 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 Hibstein playing at home to Ross County, is that actually a good tactical approach against Yakaviti, Baldwin, yeah. and I Johnson? Say, Probably I would not. say no, and and actually, is it a good approach? This is this is also come from a man who's watched his team cross the ball about a thousand times in the last. What was games. the stat the other and week? Seventy seventy odd, yeah. I, I hate I hate crosses in football in general now, so <laughs> so I just so that, that that comment sort of made me think. Hang on a minute. So I, I look at like the stats for Hibs. So uh, this is all like per ninety. So in the league, they're ranked third for shots, third for crosses, third for touches in opposition box, third for corners. So they're second for for headed shots, um, and they're the third in XG overall. Now, apart from an XG where they're, they're a wee bit closer to the sort of pack, and all of those, they're significantly ahead of. The, the, you know, everybody else and they're just buying Rangers and Celtic so they're you know, and, and all those metrics by a distance the third best team in the league but then if you look at um, you know and they're also sort of third for um, for possession again quite quite a bit uh, above everybody else um, and you know and third for passes and, and passing accuracy but then when you get down to the uh, they're not so good uh, stats so they're fifth for cross accuracy which is probably not too bad I mean there's not much that's, that's alright especially if you're that's okay. yeah. for attempts yeah um but they're only the seventh biggest goal scorer in the league. They're they're ninth in terms of the XG per shot, uh, and they're tenth uh, in percent in terms of percentage shots on target ranked in the league. And and I think it's probably that that says to me that they're making loads of bad chances, mm. and that's because they're just pinging. You know, their whole focus is get the ball wide, get get the ball into the box, and it's all headers and all you know flashing across goal and you've got you obviously you've got Kukurevich in there who's scored a header maybe two but you know to me that's I, I think Hibs have players that could be or, or, or should have players um, you know your Ewan Henderson who's maybe not fantastic at the moment but like mm. Boyle and so on they, they could create different types of chances maybe Ewan as well who's fallen out of it Yo, he's not oh, he's, a winger. He's, he's not a winger. That he's a, he's a well, Johnson came out yeah. today and said that the the genuine quality players that he has at his disposal, they're they're on they're on the injury bed. So who's almost mm. like not is that just Kyle, not, Kyle McGuinness? No, it's Kyle McGuinness. Kevin Nisbet, Martin but Boyle. That's what yeah. he's he's saying. McGuinness, McGeady, Doyle, Hayes, McGeady. Nisbet, and McCurdy. Um, McCurdy is not a quality player. No. He came out and said that they were the, they were the guys that can make a difference, difference. in the final in the third. third. But, that, um, but yeah, so but I just you, think you're that's, saying you don't have anyone else. Yeah, but they've got loads. They've got fucking loads of players. Yeah, they've got too many. I mean, they obviously have. Um, compared to if you look at the Aberdeen, that was the last team. Yard Tavares coming off the bench oh, as well. Yeah, that was a good laugh. Um, but yeah, they, they just they feel like they've they've um, spread their budget too too thinly. But I do wonder about Johnson's approach generally. Is that actually well? His be approach the best way? was very. He's came out again today and, and said, you know, he gave the young players the chance, and he thought that it was the young players could take to Ross County and, and deliver something. And I'll be totally honest. I, I, I this is not the the best analysis, but. I looked at the squad, uh, the team rather, and I didn't think that screams a youthful team. Mm. And he said I could have picked more experienced players, but I didn't. Um, so is he took as in they took, he took so uh, Dimitri yeah. Mitchell off for Stevenson. It's not. It's not like playing. It's not like playing the B side, and and that's what yeah. like, he was saying that you know I gave the young boys a I chance, mean, and I I'm thought just, the young players could have done something. And the young players, so Kenna, I would suppose, would be one of them. He's been in the team the last Again, couple of games, like, exactly. And he's a summer signing, exactly. And Kurevich. Is yeah, nineteen. This is what I feel with the Scotland women. Yeah. Oh my, Melkus Melkus had played as well. But again, well, so if you play Mel, you don't play Melkus and you play Johan instead, which would end up being the strike partnership in the second half. Yeah, 
it's not, rubbish. It's uh, not like we saw B team players go, no. or uh, yeah, under, yeah, guys yeah. who have got an yeah. under 18 youth league who are no. maybe he should delve oh, yeah, into. Yeah, um, yeah, no. It wasn't like the, the, one of those were, were leading the line. So mm. I, I felt um, some comments today were a bit odd. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I could. Oh, I could honestly, I can honestly like put up a lightning round. Yeah, actually, you can give me thirty seconds on a timer, and I'll just go through the Hibs team one by one. And like, did they actually yeah, do it? <laughs> what do you do? Right, like, give me, give me thirty seconds. Right, right go let me go through the players. Right, Dimitri Mitchell. Yeah, he's missed his game birth, but uh, don't know what. Aye, he might have been up his arse in this game because he didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Ewan Henderson. I just don't see what you do, mate. Sorry. You just, you, 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 you purport to be a really good technical player, but you don't actually affect the game at all. Chris Cadden, can you ever play for an entire game? You're always really effective, one half or the other, do a lot, get forward, great chances, but otherwise you don't seem to do much. Elias Melkison, welcome to Scottish football, mate. You've been here long enough. You need to really toughen up. Ellie Yuhan, right, that's, God, that's what? <laughs> that's 30 seconds. <laughs> I just think there's never been a good footballer called Ewan. Ellie Yuhan, Shite. Ewan Henderson, shite. Mm. Ewan Henderson's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Mm. Sorry, I was, actually, I was thinking about Liam. No, he's, he's good. He's all right. I really was thinking about Liam Henderson there. Yeah, no, Ewan Henderson's shite. Okay, speaking of... No, no good link here. Uh, actually, Ewan Henderson's former club. Exactly, yeah. and Liam Henderson's and former Liam club. Henderson's it was a perfect link. Yeah. That's all that was done I actually for. I keep forgetting. I always just think of Liam Henderson as a Hibs player. I forget that he was at Celtic. No, I don't. Um, right, aye, Celtic won 2-1 at Motherwell. Amy, how does it feel to be top of the league by seven points and uh, still have uh, everybody out to get you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome the charge. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a, a tantalising Celtic performance um, at Fir Park, um, and the, the record against Wallowell, like Celtic have, is, is unbelievable. It's it's insane. Um, and speaking about like Dundee United in, in the midweek, well, like Celtic haven't lost a midweek game since 2016 I think it's something like that like in the Scottish Premiership of course don't even talk about Europe Ewan I can see they are yeah. waiting to no. jump down my throat um, no in the in the Premiership and yeah I don't think they've lost it for Park since 2014 if that's right um, but it wasn't anything um Tantalising. Mm. It wasn't Celtic esque. Um, uh, no, actually, sorry, day. I just figured out the midweek defeat, so I just wanted to answer the. There was, you didn't ask, but you I just wanted. To, aye. <laughs> sorry, sorry for interrupting you, but it was a two-one defeat to St. Johnson, wasn't it? I don't know because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't. Um, it's a long time. Mm. It could be. I, I know the game. I know that game. because that, that was game. the second last game before the season yeah. of Dyla's last season, yeah, and then Rogers took over, so it wouldn't have been a Rogers defeat because that was an, an invincible season. So yep. it must have been that. It has to be. Well so. done. Oh. Thank you. You closeted yeah. Tim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's what they all say yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that charge had been levelled previously. Um, again, it's it's not. I don't want to just spend a game speaking about VR, but it's. We've all seen that camera angle for the disallowed Jota goal, haven't we? I think, we, I think we just have to take the linesman. Oh. Uh, the best for you in the house is put uh, up in the it was offside. I think he might be. Le- I think he is like. I think he probably is offside. I think he's leaning offside. Oh. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonder for the footballing purist. It is a disgrace that that. But goal the, is. Yeah, I mean, uh, but the thing is, if it wasn't for VAR, uh, Jota wouldn't have even finished because the linesman's flag would have gone up as soon as he touched yes. the ball. 
Well, stop being a spoil sport. <laughs> um, I just think it's a stunning, stunning goal, and I'm devastated that it's been cut off. But yeah, there has to be better angles than that. Yeah. And I have been assured. <laughs> well, there was. There was. We saw it on the telly. Yeah. There was. What was wrong with the lights um, in that one? <laughs> I prefer the, screen, the screenshot is one from literally Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know geography of Hamilton's that direction from Motherwell, but no, let's take Graham Thulis come yeah. at me. Um, yeah, it, Motherwell weren't great. Um, I've seen a few comments sort of come through that, you know, they gave Celtic a, a, a real run. If Celtic were more clinical, it could be, you know, Yakimakis could easily have scored. Um, I, quite, I quite enjoyed Kyogo. Moonlighting as a mother wolf physio. <laughs> is, he does that with every with player. <laughs> he does that with everyone. No. It's not just um, that was Bevis McGabby that uh, Bev- we're but talking about that one. Yeah, he stayed there for yeah, ages, and then I was like, he oh, did he enter him? And then I like saw the replay. It, was it like, wasn't even him. It was Adam Moy, wasn't it? Who, if yeah. Adam Moy could hurry up and actually score for Celtic, they were, uh, no one is presented with more glorious, glaring goal-scoring opportunities. Oh, that missing Adam hearts Moy. Was, uh, the, the hearts uh, one uh, is the, the pick of the bunch. Um, but again, he had a good chance. Um, against Motherwell and he's just not scoring but who cares because he's going to a World Cup and I'm not um, mm. but yeah Kyogo he does that with every injured player he always goes over and uh, is, it must be is that a healing process thing? I don't know um, I'll figure that one out yeah, it's weird um, I think some, it's Karen some or something. no I just no. think it's Karen why, why does it have no. to be weird no I don't like it <laughs> but again, if I'm playing against Kyogo and I get injured I'm not wanting him in my face <laughs> you alright mate fuck off yeah exactly <laughs> I don't think like, his English isn't even that great, so exactly. I don't What's know he what saying? he's saying. Um, but I, I, I do take quite a, a vested interest in it because I just go like, "What are you doing?" I know, what you, I know what you mean. I've seen him do, kind of do it before, but he just hung around for so long yeah, with this yeah, one. Yeah, even once the physio had turned up, he was still the physio, there. Like, they pat each yeah. other on the back. It's, uh, reciprocate. it's not like uh, get out my face. It was like he was talking to the physio, like giving him his opinion. Because he kept like touching the leg of the knee. Like, is this when it hurts? Like, that's what my dad used to do when you're we have got a bruise. Is that when it is? Bang. Like, ow. Um, and mm. aye, that's sort of what he, he does. But I, I don't see anything wrong with it. What I do potentially see something wrong with is, and I agree with Stevie Hamill here, for the second goal, the throwing, have we have we all seen? Oh, well, have I have. we all seen? So, <laughs> of course you have. So, Sedhak Savanovic, Savanovic is off the pitch, but the throw-in cannons off him, and then Celtic get possession, save the blah, 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 pings the ball, a beautiful, beautiful pass into the path of Maida, you know, um, it's, it's a stunning one. To, for Jota to latch on to the disallowed goal earlier but the turnbuck one is just it's stunning it's a, mm. a, a bit of backspin on the pass yeah it's Thanks. just class like when the camera zooms in and just follows the ball it's I think that's why Maida was he actually able to control it yeah because it's just him, it's, it's one like touch boom one touch boom, yeah but, just, you know, but um, when you actually see and it does happen right in front of Stevie Hamill yes the throwing comes off Sedak Zivanovic who is off the park mm-hmm. so Really, should the goal stand? I'm no, it should be like, a free kick. No, so it should be an indirect free kick. Is that not something that we can do with our? Well, it sh- we are supposed to go with the whole passage of play, yeah, isn't it? Uh, is the attacking phase, but it's the go- well. What is the attacking phase? Then is that just from Celtic, when Celtic? So, yeah, yeah because well, I, I I would have thought that that would have to have been viewed. I, I, I suspect they just didn't look at it. Yeah, I didn't realize. I mean, I, I imagine. But I mean, and, and that's the, you know, the, the, it's, it's a frustrating a human, one. Human error, but I don't. I mean, I, I don't think um, 
it changed the result. Well, it could have because then Motherwell scored late on um, in a mad moment again. It just sometimes you just think, Joe Hart, because you're doing nothing during the game, do you just sort of switch off after eight to five minutes? Mm -hmm. Um, It was a nice finish. It was was a nice finish, but yeah, it was it was very very much a routine Celtic job done pack up up the road sort of thing there wasn't a lot to um, to, to shout home about but mm. the um, the run continues and seven clear at the top and um, mm. I'm quite happy with that that uh, well, it'll get bigger it <laughs> could have got bigger <laughs> yes it could have got bigger at, uh, at Ibrox it's one man wanted it to get bigger I did this is the worst case scenario his his hearts were defeated 1-0 by Rangers and then what was the worst case scenario for Ewan Taylor who stated clearly before the game that his preferred result was hearts to get a result so Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was to get sacked 7-0 or if if Rangers put in a similar performance to they did in the Aberdeen game and absolutely blew hearts away that didn't happen Rangers were pretty poor hearts weren't great themselves Mm. hearts were good defensively but yeah. going forward, they didn't have an awful lot. I think Lonch. I've seen Hearts fans say like Lon Shankland played well, but usually the ones that are moaning about Nielsen. I thought Lon Shank was very poor in this game. Yeah. I think he conceded possession too easily, far too often. Josh Dinelli had the two moments in the game mm. where Hearts really threatened, but and I don't want to be too harsh on Dinelli because often, well, earlier this season, in, in fact, until like a couple of weeks ago, I always joked about Ginelli. You could tell when he's going to play well within the first five to ten minutes because mm. if he looks interested, then he's going to have a good game. He's very good against Celtic. But he's actually, in the last, probably maybe just, do, especially for a winger, over the course of this season, I think he's actually been, when he, especially when he's played in his natural position on the right of a, of a front three. Mm. And, and not a... And not the front three from last season when it was like two number tens. Like actually when he's played as a right winger, he has actually been pretty solid, I think, for most of the season without being spectacular. And that's kind of, he's now won that position, I would say, from Alan Forrest. Mm. But he didn't have a great game other than those kind of two threatening moments. And without them to play, when you're going to play with a front two away from home to Rangers, you need them to to do something and neither of them done much. And that was kind of Hart's downfall in the end. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I I think Hart's probably approached it in the right manner. Uh, oh, yeah, if you're a Hearts fan, then it was Robbie Nielsen being an utter shite bag. Yeah. Should, should have had a go. Should have pinned him uh-huh. back. Well, because that's, that's, that's very easy to do. Yes. Away to Rangers, who've lost one league game in three fucking years. <laughs> yes. So I I think, because uh, that's what Aberdeen did. Aberdeen had to go and got mauled. Yes. Um, that could have been 8 1. Yeah, and that, that's what Rangers really want teams to do. Uh, you know, unless they're better than us. <laughs> so, which uh, you know, happened to you, obviously. Don't don't have a go, Napoli, um, because we'll struggle with that. But uh, if you could <laughs> say that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. But uh, but uh, yeah, Aberdeen, come on, because that's great. And I, I think Hearts basically was just uh, look to me. The plan was sitting. You know, you're trying to use, but it wasn't. Space on the it wasn't just sitting. It wasn't just sitting and launch it long. No, no, it, it was, was trying, yeah, trying to keep possession and yeah. trying to frustrate a Rangers. Couple of time, a couple of times that almost backfired. You know, Tillman won the ball maybe a couple of times, but uh, I mean, Rangers are just so plodding at the moment that the the way to to play against Rangers is just try and be fairly stuffy, uh, don't concede early. Um, and eventually we'll do something stupid probably, um, which we managed to avoid just about <laughs> in this game, but uh, not for the want of trying um, at times. Uh, but I mean, it, 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 Ryan Kent in the first half drove me bananas. He was he, he keeps on giving the ball to worse players than him in worse positions than he's in. <laughs> when just did shoot. Ryan Kent just last shoot. play well in the Scottish Premiership for Rangers? Last Aberdeen. night, I would say last night in the second half. Second half, I was good. Yeah, he was good. But an Aberdeen game, it was. Yeah, good. Aberdeen. Was good. I mean, he, he can't. 
you, yeah. you can ask when he was the last time he played well two games in a row. I was just going to yes, say consecutive games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard ever. Um, 2020. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um, but so a bit, and that's the annoying thing is, you know, last night showed why he has to be in the team because he's still the one that actually, you know, ends up making the, ultimately making the goal. Um, and you know, put on the, made the other best chance in the game. But, I mean, in the first half, fucking hell. He just frustrated the life out of me. And that that's where we are. I mean, I, I don't I don't think he's like down tools. Some people are saying that. I mean, it makes no sense because his contract's up. He's tanking yeah, his Yeah, you, sh- you should he's his toys out the pram. He's in a contract from, season, you should be going hell yeah, for leather. Yeah, he's basically saying, instead of, instead of, yeah, I don't want to sign for Leeds. I want to sign for QPR. <laughs> you know, that's, you know, that's, that's what I want to do with my career because that's where he's going. I mean, he's going, I don't, I don't think you go to a Premier League team playing like this. No. You go to a championship team if he, if he goes to England. Um, so, so that's what. He, so he's tanking his own career. I, I don't similarly unusual approach from Alfredo Morelos. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yes. So I, I, they've not. I don't think they have. Ch- you know, they have chucked it. I think they're just playing utterly shite, and and they have no confidence whatsoever. And uh, and I think the approach doesn't suit uh, Ken. Uh, he's not really a. He's not a, a, a wide winger. Who does this approach suit? suit. <laughs> Very few players in the team. Uh, Antonio Cholak, uh, maybe? Not even really. What's his XG at these days? I've actually yeah, seen Rangers fans saying he should maybe come out of the team and Morelos should go in yeah, instead. Yeah, well, I mean, Morelos was probably better than him last night, but wasn't great either. He does look a wee bit slimmed down, Morelos. A wee bit, but I think a lot of people are being... He just always play, plays yeah, himself into shape, doesn't he? I mean, well, a lot of people are being sort of wanes about Morelos, I think, because he's just like, oh, he's my favourite player, so I want him in the team. Mm. I mean, he's had chances this season. He's not taken them. He could have been in the team by now. He's been fit <laughs> in inverted commas. Um, <laughs> you know, for months now. Uh, you know, even since he had his wee sort of fallout and you know was, was didn't play in the PSVU game. So he, he's been around. He's had chances. He started games. He's not done well enough. So there's a reason Cholak's in the team because Cholak's top scorer in the league and and uh, you know his, his performance has been generally fairly consistent. Morelos is. I have, I have not been so uh, I, I think he, he may start against him in the weekend because he, he as I say he was probably the better of the two last night but I'd, you know I, I don't I, I wouldn't expect him to do much um, on Saturday we shall we shall see but um, but yeah, yeah nobody, is this I don't Giovanni think, Van Bronckhorst last game in charge I hope so <laughs> it should be I mean it really should be it, it's such a good I mean you, you never get this chance mid-season to change the manager and you know and, and Given you know, because even even normally you obviously do have a winter break, but if you change manager, then a manager come has you know comes in and it's also the January transfer window right away, and he's having probably having to make loads of decisions you know while still trying you know without really having you know played any games with the the squad. Whereas this would be perfect chance if you know, say a new manager came in on Sunday, which would be perfect. Please do that, Rangers. I'm surprised he's not out the door already. Yeah, I I I am. Um, I thought after the St Johnson game that would have been him, but. They are, they're obviously desperate not to sack him unless Why? they absolutely have to. I think probably because it costs money. A lot of money. Um, and they what? and they must think that... 35 million for the Champions League or whatever it was. Like. Yeah, I, I, we've got, I mean, there is money there. I mean, they can afford it. It's just, obviously, ideally you would spend that money on and other things you, like, than sacking in? manager. I mean... Realistically. There, there isn't a, yeah, there isn't an Joey obvious... Joey Barton. Sean Dyche. Would you really take the Sean Dyche? The man who made Joey Barton, Joey Barton. Would you really take Sean Dyche? Uh, well, not really. I mean, I think he'd be better than uh, Van Bronckhorst, probably. Um, but I wouldn't... I don't know the how... The thing with Van Bronckhorst, and I, might, I said this on uh, yesterday's record, I don't know if I'll make it a Friday show or not, but it's just the fact that 
There's so many players in that Rangers team who we know are, are very good players at this yeah. level who have been pretty crap this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. I mean, you know, we don't look fit. We don't look. I mean, you know, you, you can make the excuses you'd make from our injuries. Uh, injuries would be the main one. Um, probably been a wee bit unlucky uh, in in terms of. Yeah, you know, I think the week probably could be closer. Um, I think you. Know, XG wise, <laughs> should be oh my god! Points. I'm, I'm going. What's he going to come Celtic out here? Celtic, Celtic, Celtic have got overperformed. Celtic have got four points from games that they pulled at their arse in the last second, which yeah. maybe which obviously you. Yeah, but that's part of being stopped. a good team, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But well. but I mean, like the St Johnson game, for example. If Jay Wright isn't a fucking idiot, that's a draw. <laughs> so um, Jay so yeah, yeah. So but we've not had a game like that where you know. A team's been an absolute idiot in the last minute, which would be great if teams could start doing that. So, but the, the point is, this season's gone. So, and are you really going to give Van Bronckhorst? This season's season? gone. Yeah, oh, the season, the league's done. So, it is. I mean, it's definitely done. Um, well, I mean, Celtic will win the league by uh, <laughs> over ten points. There's no question about it. So, uh, so Amy's going to need fan down after well, this. I mean, it is. I mean, I don't That's even terrible like, outlook. Yeah, but it is. But like. Well, because Van Brogger's argument of the... It was a six-point point, six well, exactly. this time last year. Uh-huh. So that means that, yeah, but that's... It's up against that team that we chucked a six-point lead. <laughs> so it's not... It's actually... That's the opposite. I mean, that's not a reason why it's going to So we're now going to again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, well, it's actually... That's I'll, I'll be you. No, that's like the <laughs> yeah. league's... That's it's well. like, oh, this team, this team hasn't... You know, we're up against... I think the league's done... They've not lost a game in a year. I think the league's done as long as Van Brogger's is there. I don't think it's necessarily done if they sack him now and bring in a replacement. Because there's still three old firm three. Or no, eight, but you can still, <laughs> and you never, you never know. Football changes. So, football changes are an instant. If yeah, it's another manager, can do, but yeah, something would have. To, I mean, the only way would you know, say like Portugal goes. Maybe there's so, a dream or, team style bus. Or, or Celt- yeah, <laughs> or, yeah, Celt- Celtic, 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 Celtic United goes, style. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> Callum McGregor is like sniped. Uh, Hamden feels like he is right now. Yeah, the League Cup final, maybe. Who knows? Something like that happens, then fantastic. But it doesn't seem likely to me at this point in time. Um, and I, I just think Celtic are in a, in a poor, much stronger position. So something, John I mean, Black. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying. So I mean, it's not like you know. I don't think uh, it's not irretrievable in terms of you know. I don't think Celtic are going to be brilliant forever and Rangers are going to be terrible forever. But I think this for this season in the league, I think it's it's pretty much done. So what's the point in what's the point in bringing in uh, or letting Van Bronckhorst? Are you going to give Van Bronckhorst? What? How does this season go that Van Bronckhorst gets next season? Cups. You win. win well, I don't care about the cups. Oh. So. I mean, I'd rather win them than not, but you know, there's no reason, you know, no to, reason to keep them to keep them. So, uh, yeah, because if, if we lose the league by ten points, but we win the Scottish Cup, who cares? Mm. Like, yeah. that's not a reason to keep the manager. So, uh, well, this time just like the other team won it. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> we tried. I want the Scottish Cup. I want the Scottish, so Scottish Cup. I know, yeah, you did. So rubbish for ninety minutes, yeah, but still yeah. did it then. Yeah. So I, I, I just think you. Know, what, what's the point in letting it drag out? Uh, whereas this is a perfect time to change manager, and then you do get a better, um, you know, a better chance to for a new manager to come in, you know, uh, get his feet under the table, and then you because and also there has to be so much turnover in the squad. You actually need whoever's going to be the manager next season to be involved in the decision making process in January because Rangers need to make a lot of signings in January, not really for this season, but for next season. Hmm. There need there needs to be like a long term. You know, all, you know, so many players are out of contract. Uh, there's going to be a big changeover, and I, I think that needs to start in January. I think some players should go out on loan, like John Sutter. Uh, well, uh, Stephen Maroon. Actually, don't need them. Toby Sabic was fucking yeah. class. Let him get fit first. 
And then we're not sending him back to where he gets injured all the time. We'll keep, a, keep an eye on him. <laughs> he's getting injured more now. I box there was. He only had like one bad injury season was now. He's had about three so far. Nah, he's had one. It was just Joe Nubley. Uh, ruined him. He's just not been the same since. Uh, <laughs> broke his heart. Only game. <laughs> it's a broken heart he's got. Yes. That's need mended. Talk about Joe Nubley. That's who we should sign in January. Start the, the For revolution. For a, a million pounds? Yes. Whatever it costs. Get Bamboo as well. So it's of our David Martindale's manager. David Martindale's manager. Would you take Martindale's manager? Yeah, there was a poll of all of all, and it like said if you had to choose, you'd get a manager from the the rest of the league. Who would you, would you go for? It was like seventy percent Martindale and the the denizens of follow follow. That's fair to like. I, I've like you're not going to take Postecoglou. They're not going to take good. Well, they didn't. They didn't. Postecoglou would would be my choice, but he wasn't on the on the ballot. Like uh, you're not going to get good. <laughs> I'd be great if we just went and appointed Postecoglou. Um, yeah, Goodwin was well. Yeah. Goodwin's not like as a good, fan, Goodwin you're had, not going to say, "Oh, I want Jim Goodwin." Yeah, are you? Goodwin had more votes than Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson had zero, whereas Jim Goodwin had like four, which I thought was interesting. Was Robbie? What did Robbie get? Robbie Nielsen was second. I would say like, he'd be yeah, second. He'd have yeah, about 10, 15 percent or something like that. But yeah, Martin Dale was the. And the off. people's choice. <laughs> <laughs> the people's choice. Yeah. <clears throat> right, I think that'll do us. Um, but the only thing else I was going to say about Hearts, it was great to see Kai Rolls back starting. And he, he, was, he was good. Uh, he did get robbed at one point by Morelos, but I did think that was maybe a foul as well. Yeah. How have you taken to the, the Cami Devlin crying at international call-up? I nearly cried myself. Really? That, Poignant moment. That video. Yeah. <laughs> First thing this morning. It was a bit emotional. Touch a moment. <laughs> Right, that'll do us. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to you. You're welcome. Thank you to Amy. You're very welcome. If you'd like to hear more from the two, especially Amy, then so much for me. Yeah, you should check out the Patreon, which is hosted by Tony Anderson, because uh, the way we've uh, structured this is that Tony took care of the Patreon, had to care of the main show, as we both covered for Rob's absence. And Tony hosts, I think, and, and asked Amy some questions, and then you talk for a while. A long while, and Ewan just sat there, drank yeah. a lot of water. Did, yeah. It was about the SWPL Cup and the Scotland squad. Yeah, the international setup, sort of what's um, the confusion surrounding um, the the announcement today. Mm. But you're not look. Yeah, why are you why are you pondering? You know. <laughs> yeah, I did know. What you learned an awful lot. I did, I you're did. welcome. Uh, you're very very welcome now. And that's patreoncom podcast and that will be on our two pound per month tier. Right, thank you very much for listening and for the final weekend of Scottish Premiership action before the World Cup. I hope you enjoy your football. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.